go ahead and get started with today's uh, sp speaking with drivers a little bit earlier than we were hoping to today um, due to a shortened practice, but pleased to be joined by Sebastian Bourdais, driver of the number 18 Sealmaster Honda for uh, Vassar Sullivan. Uh, Sebastian, fourth fastest today, uh, a great performance. You were at the top of the charts for a while. Take us through your day and how preparations are going for qualifying this weekend. Yeah, I mean, we've, uh, we've had a, a pretty decent week uh, with the uh, 18 uh, Honda Seal Master. Just, uh, yeah, just trying to, you know, execute like everybody else, the program, trying to find some grip and make the race car better. Um, I think we, we did find a few little things, uh, but obviously when the conditions get tricky, uh, it seems like uh, you always find a way to, uh, to kind of find yourself a little boxed in and out of grip. So just a matter of uh, this to happen uh, as late as possible and uh, later than the other guys so i think uh, i think the team's done a good job and uh, we've we've had a fairly incident uh, free uh, week so far so we're just uh, hoping to uh, keep that going forward how have you and the team been splitting your time between focusing on on preparation for the race versus preparation for qualifying uh, it's really only been race stuff. Uh, we, we're uh, putting the car in race trim for this afternoon, but unfortunately the weather moved in a little bit faster than we had hoped for, and uh, we, we, we didn't quite get uh, um, a quality trim run. So it is what it is. Have you been doing a lot of running in traffic? And if so, what have you noticed from the car uh, in those sort of race simulations? Uh, pretty much what everybody else I think has seen. Uh, you, you see a lot of um, permutation first to second. Uh, that that just seems to be fairly easy and standard for everybody um, until conditions get really, really tricky, windy, hot, and everything. Uh, but then, I mean, third, fourth, fifth, that you, yeah, I mean, it, it just it gets it gets hard. Um, you need you need the perfect timing. You need someone to make a little mistake. You see a lot of obviously. Uh, not completely legit passes in in practice because you get guys you know who don't really want to lead so they just back off and that creates a bit more dynamic than it would if if it was a, a race scenario so uh, yeah just uh, just quite difficult as soon as the track gets hot uh, today was the hardest track temp we've seen all week uh, hardest ambient as well and the wind picked up and yeah it puts us in the corner pretty darn quick so um, yeah and I think we're all hoping it's going to be a fairly cool and you know, kind of good condition 500, because otherwise we'll, we'll all be struggling somewhat. Questions, yes, Chris and then Wolfgang. Sebastian, given that you have a year of setup data on this car, how differently are you approaching this year to last year for setup work and preparation for the race and everything? Well, I think it's a bit less of a shock, obviously, how the cars interact and, and what the potential is. I mean, we last year went from cars that, you know, had crazy efficiency that felt really awesome in traffic and especially for me so you know coming back with the the new aero kits last year was a bit big shocker uh how how hard things were and and uh you know how much to call with sensitive conditions and traffic and dirty air and everything so um yeah i mean this year we know what kind of fight we got in front of us and uh so you you kind of put the expectations uh to a realistic levels and uh, and go from there and, and look for smaller variations, smaller gains, but um, nevertheless, you, you keep trying to make improvements. Wolfgang? Uh, for two again? Sure, absolutely. Yeah. 
Sebastian, number one, <coughs> this uh, weekend for the Indy 500, uh, Dale Coyne has a third car. Is there in any way another some help from your side for James Davison or cooperation? Can I help James? That's what you're asking? No, is there any help or cooperation? in case you need some help or cooperation? For uh, I mean, you know, it was good a couple of times. We obviously ended up, you know, on the track, the three of us, uh, trying to coordinate things a little bit. Uh, when, when there are not too many cars out there, you can, you can make your own kind of traffic. Um, so that's, that's always nice. James obviously has good experience here and he's, he's, always, he's always quick. Uh, and, and it's got valuable knowledge and, and he's good in traffic. So it's not a read on the car. We were all running the same stuff. and. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's always uh, one more read on, on things is, is always positive. And the second question you mentioned, the tricky weather condition, and the word sensitive, how sensitive is the car? Is it forgiving or is it difficult to control? No, it, today for, I think, you know, you could see the, the gesture of a lot of people, you know, debriefing with their engineers. I, I don't think there were a lot of people who thought that it was easy. I think you could see a lot of this and that and, yeah. Like you, you kind of want to keep it kind of straight going forwards. So uh, you know when you see hands moving a lot and guys going like uh, you know they're kind of steering and and not being very happy and comfortable in the car. I think you can definitely tell that uh, today was quite a bit trickier than it had been uh, days prior. But uh, yeah, it looks like temperatures are rising anyways for this weekend and, and it doesn't really look like it's going to be very cold for the 500 either so we might as well get used to it because um, yeah it's it's significantly different between you know a kind of a low 70 degree and overcast to a, a mid 80 with some sun so and and then if the wind comes into play then that's another factor Bruce are we looking at the possibility in the race of single car incidents like we had last year where drivers such as yourself and Elio ended up into the wall just on their own. Well, I think we've seen that already. Um, I mean, I think this car is, is tricky. You know, you, you, when you get in the wash, you, you try and dial out the understeer and, and then you easily get caught out uh, by being too aggressive and, and get out of the wake and, and get the front to hook and the rear to let go. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it's... Uh, it's quite easy to do. I think uh, uh, it seems to be, you know, a possibility and for anybody to get caught out. Really, uh, you just you just need to really kind of remind yourself, you know, be aggressive, but don't be too aggressive, and and just uh, really try and be heads up with the car and and not force it. Because yeah, like today with the tailwind in turn two and stuff, it it gets it gets hard quick. Sebastian, yes. go ahead, George. Um, talk a little bit about. How difficult was it for you after you had that unfortunate accident a few years ago and really got hurt? How tough was it in your mind, or is it still you still think about how much you still think about it? I don't. I mean, it, it's always going to be part of me. But uh, you know what? What's hard is just the car. I mean, it's it's so much harder than it used to be. I mean, I, I had my best experience and my worst experience at the same time, the same year in '17. But uh, it was by far the best car I'd ever driven around this place and you know it, it's so much more fun when you can do whatever you want and you feel in control and uh, unfortunately we had a mishap in, in qualifying which you know I bit, I bit it hard but um, yeah I mean as far as how the car behaved back then to how it's been behaving last year and this year it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot harder now and 
you know, when you're not really super comfortable around this place, it's always it's always tricky. You know, it's a bit of a mind game. You 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 start questioning things and trying to make sure that you don't make the mistake because you know we're, we're no big team and and if we roll one up, the backup car ain't gonna be as fast. So you know you really try and, and keep things somewhat on the safe side and make sure you don't misjudge it. Mary. We're getting the NBC Gold All Day broadcast inside here in the Media Center, and, and a couple of the announcers were saying that the drivers are so busy now going into the turns that it, it, it sort of implied, the way I understood it, that they don't have time to use the tools in the cockpit like they usually would. Do you find anything different? I mean, do you, are you doing a lot of adjustments from one turn to the other um, on the track? Um. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what they're referring to. Um, I mean, obviously, if you're busy going in the corners because you're making adjustments, so you, you, you're making the adjustments. Uh, I think I think the car is uh, is definitely very sensitive, and and when it gets windy like this, you, you know, you have a headwind going in one way and a tailwind going in the other. Yeah, you you feel like you want to make adjustments, but the car is that's where it gets tricky. Like <laughs> the car is so much more uh, disturbed by dirty air and 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 the wake that the car in front creates that um, you kind of question a lot of things between you. So, okay, this end wants to do this, that end wants to do that when you're on your own. Now you get it in traffic, you know, what, what is the split between the two? Um, how much closer it brings both ends together and, and how much adjustment you want to make. So there's just a lot of thinking going in the corner, trying to guesstimate the grip and the balance going in the corners. But uh, yeah, I'd say it's busier now because you have less grip to play with, so the car is more exposed and, and you do have to make the right adjustment to, to make it through. And then tomorrow is Fast Friday, so um, you're going to have, I guess, more horsepower to work with. How does that change the car? And um, will you spend most of tomorrow working on your qualifying setup? Oh, that's what you do. I mean, it's, it's pointless trying to do any uh, race stuff because you're going to be going around four or five miles an hour faster <coughs> than you would on your own, so you know, you're going to be trimmed out. and think we have seven or eight sets of tires, pretty much eight eight runs uh, for tomorrow to, to play with and uh, yeah, get ourselves in, in the right place for uh, for Saturday, see, uh, see what we can do. Sebastian, thank you very much for joining us. No worries, guys. Thank we'll you. Welcome up, Ed Jones. Pleased to be joined now by Ed Jones, driver of the number 63 Ed Carpenter Racing Scuderia Corsa Chevrolet, fastest driver of today's practice session. Ed, it seems like things are going as per usual very well at Ed Carpenter Racing here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. What have you noticed from, from the way the, the team has had success here in the past that's obviously translated to you in practice today? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, since joining the team, you know, the first thing you think about is... As a driver, anyway, you want to be quicker than Indianapolis 500. And I knew as soon as the deal was done, that was going to be a reality. And uh, so far, it's been so good. Um, you know, it's great to be part of Scuderia Corsa and Ed Carpenter Racing. Um, and a lot of credit uh, to Ed Carpenter, you know, running a third car. There's been a lot of, with other teams, maybe a lot of times where the third cars aren't quite the same as all the other two main ones. And um, as we've seen so far this week and also last year with Annika, they've done a great job with that third car. And 
giving us the opportunity to be fighting at the front. So, um, no, I'm grateful for that and looking forward to how the rest of the week progresses. Absolutely. And with that third car, obviously, uh, Ed's feedback from, from an ownership standpoint always comes from the mind of a driver. But with his actual driver input here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, how much has that added to the, the overall data collection? Yeah, for sure. You know, as I said uh, previously, it's the first time I've been in a team where the team owner is also a driver in the team. So it's quite a different concept. Um, and for sure, it's, it's beneficial because as a driver, you see things differently to how a team owner would see them sometimes and, and vice versa. So um, Ed sees that and uh, he knows uh, what it takes to have a good team around here, what it takes to produce those results. And uh, I've been learning from him. I've been, again, fortunate with the teammates I've had in the, the past three years, you know, with Sebastian, who was just up here, uh, Scott last year, and now Ed as well. Um, I think if you're going to pick three guys you want to learn from as teammates around the speedway, I think those are probably near the top of the list. So, um, no, I've been happy with that. And, uh, again, just trying to learn as much as I can. Absolutely. Questions for Ed? Yes, Wolfgang. Ed, you just mentioned Scuderia Corsa. What's the involvement of Scuderia Corsa in the team? Is there any engineering cooperation or staff working at your IndyCar? Not at the moment. Um, you know, Scuderia Corsa just partnered with Ed Carpenter for this year. Um, so it's more, you know, Ed Carpenter engineers the car and all the mechanics are from that side. Um, yeah. Yes, Steve. Ed, I know you've been working with Peter all year, and now you've got Justin as your engineer. Does that take, how hard is that to adjust to, or how hard is that to get used to having yeah. a different engineer? Yeah, sometimes it can take quite a bit of time, but um, from the test we had about two weeks ago now, from the get-go, everything worked so well, and um, it's been really easy working with Justin. I think we've already got a really good relationship, although it's only been three days into this week. We, I think we have a very good understanding of what we mean um, and how to communicate uh, to make the car go better. And uh, no, I'm just looking forward to, to seeing how, how things go uh, later on. Um, but no, it's been a pleasure working with him and hopefully we can get some good results. Matt? Are you seeing any similarities to two years ago when you came here, had a pretty good success right off the bat, whether it's a certain feeling, whether it's kind of the underdog chip on the shoulder, or even just the way that the team is making progress during practice. Do you feel some similarities between now and two years ago? Yeah, for sure. You know, um, the first year I came to Dale Coyne, um, I think I didn't realize quite how good I had it. You know, the car, as soon as we rolled out, was great. It was super fast. And um, being a rookie, I thought, oh, this is just the same for everyone. But clearly, the car was really strong. Um, and I was fortunate with that. Um, last year, it was a different case. You know, it was a new car for everyone. And I think with, with Ganassi last year, pretty much the whole season we were developing. And um, I think if you see, even for them, they've improved a lot. Um, whereas coming with Carmeter this year, um, been strong again from the time we rolled out. And that makes just the whole process a lot easier um, because from the get-go, you're looking for small changes. You know, the increments and things you're doing, it's just smaller. You're not looking for something huge, and therefore you can really see what works and what doesn't and uh, just go at it in a more calculated way. Other questions for Ed? Yes, Joey. Just with you being with a couple of teams prior to this year coming in, 
What have you seen different with uh, Ed Carpenter Racing and Scuderia Course as far as preparation goes coming into the month of May? Yeah, I think as as a team, Ed Carpenter Racing is probably you know the most focused on the ovals, um, and that's quite clear. You know, as Ed Carpenter being the driver as well, this being the, the biggest race, it makes a lot of sense to have a lot of effort and time going into producing the cars for this track. It's paid dividend the last few years as well, so. Um, that's, I think the work ethic is, is quite similar. It's a smaller team, you know, quite similar to how Dale Coyne was, um, a bit different to how Ganassi worked. Um, but, no, I'm enjoying it, and uh, so far it's, it's working out well. Um, we have some really good engineers, and, and the team atmosphere is good. So um, I think all three drivers are quick at the moment, and that makes it a lot better to, you know, see what changes work on each car and uh, try to implement them on, on each other. Other questions for Ed. Ed, we've been focusing and talking a lot about the on-track performance of the team, but off the track, you, you, the Indy 500 is, is kind of a different monster in terms of things that you're doing with the team and with fans. Talk about what that means to you and that experience. Yeah, it's uh, very different to all the other races. It would be nice if we had a, a few others that you know came close to this, but um, no, just a whole month, it's uh, a completely different experience. and. You really enjoy it. Um, sometimes when you're pit road, you're trying to get stuff done. It can get a bit over the top, but um, no, it's, you can't complain when you have too many fans or, or things like that coming up to you at times. And again, it's just how special this race is. Uh, 2017, going back to that, again, I just didn't realize to what extent the race was and how good my car was and how yeah how good the result was at the time and. I think it's very easy to take that for granted, especially coming up. But, uh, you know, after last year and now coming into this year, I've learned a lot more about it. Um, and it means a lot more to me. Absolutely. And we'll wrap up with Wolfgang. Uh, at, with the involvement of Scuderia Corsa, is there a possibility we would see you one day in a GT or sports car race with a Scuderia Corsa car? Yeah, um, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, at the time, at the moment, this year has been full on with the IndyCar season, so there hasn't really been much time. But um, I'm sure at some point I'll jump in one of the GT cars and uh, see how it goes there, and uh, potentially do some races. Well, we look forward to cheering you on if that happens. Ed, thanks so much for joining us here, and good luck with the rest of practice. Yeah. Okay, thank you.